All right, you guys, once and for all, how many claps are in the Friends theme? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer's not here. Holly and I are hanging out with you till three. Ryan's at the controls. Yeah. And uh, as such, yesterday during the Throwback Live, one of the clues, one of the audio clues, was the theme song to the TV show Friends. And I said, hey guys, there's only four claps. And uh, I think, Ryan, you were on my side. Am I correct? Four. Four claps. But Holly and Donnie maintained that there are five. Let us listen now, and then we'd like to hear from you, the listener. We're going to litigate it right here. 651-641-1071. Okay, nobody actually clap. Just listen for the claps. Here we go. No, you faded it uh, out before the fifth clap, so right? No, 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 no. There no, no. isn't a fifth oh. clap. Start it. He got all four. Wait, wait. Oh. Start it from the beginning of the song, Ryan, and then just <laughs> let it play so that you can actually hear the fifth clap. Oh, okay. We'll see. All righty. Here we go. Oh, it's such a good song. Clearly four claps. Five claps. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Now, you know what's really funny about this is I had this conversation with my thirteen year old. He's been watching the friends the whole series all the way through. And he said to me, Mom, there's only four claps. I said, Yeah, I know. And he said, It's a Mandela effect. People think that there are five, but there are really four. I would like to explain to you what the Mandela effect is after we talk to Carrie, who's on the line. Hello, Carrie. Hi. Oh, hello, puppy. Hi. That was uh, a puppy. Oh, so cute. Okay, how many claps do you hear in the theme song of Friends? There's two sets of five. Hey! There's two sets of five? Now we're talking about ten? Carrie, you're blowing my mind. So where are these two yeah, sets where of do you five hear claps? After the first line, and then there's five claps, and then the second line, and there's five claps, and then it's, the clapping is done. Okay, we're going to have to listen to this again, because that just threw a wrench in our four or five claps. <laughs> we're through the looking glass. We are. People. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Carrie, thank you Thanks, for Carrie. sharing with us what you hear. I don't hear it that way, but who am I to judge? So I mean, I suppose it's a fact. Tell us what the Mandela okay, effect is, so Colleen. Here's the Mandela effect. It is, it is basically a shared false memory and it's called the mandela effect uh and it it was coined by a paranormal consultant named fiona broom who uh this happened in 2010 she referenced a false memory um that that the south south african leader nelson mandela uh had died in the 80s he actually lived until december of 2013 but she claimed that this memory, this false memory, was shared by many people. And there, you can think of, there's other examples of Mandela effects, right? I can't think of other ones on the top of my, well, here's one. Um, the, a lot of people have a memory that when the Challenger space shuttle took off, that we all watched it happen and then subsequently saw the demise of the Challenger live in classrooms it did not happen that way because of the timing of the launch we weren't watching that cross-legged crisscross applesauce 
in our classrooms. You watched but it after the fact. Everybody remembers that. Well, here's another example of the Mandela effect. Five claps in the theme of friends. There's anyway. four. Five. I have yours. I don't Thank know. You. Carrie uh, said that there's <laughs> ten. So whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, the Berenstein Bears. Or oh, the yeah. Berenstein Bears. Yes. It's the Berenstein Bears. But we have a collective memory that it's the Berenstein Bears. That it's the Berenstein Bears. But when you look on the cover, it's the Berenstein Bears. But we all say Berenstein Bears. <sighs> so there Mendo you go. Effect. Yeah. Uh, 651-641-1071. How many claps in the Friends theme? Before we get to Grace, Sandy, Jackie, and Jean Ann, can we listen to it one more time? Because Carrie said there were 10. Yeah, I'm confused by Carrie, but I want to know. We were at four or five, and Carrie said 10. <laughs> I I only heard four. Well, the, the, the claps must come later in the song. No, she said in the first two lines, there's hmm. ten claps. Maybe there's multiple people clapping. I don't know what she's hearing. Uh, okay, let's go to Grace. Hello, Grace. Hi, Grace. Thanks for hanging on. Hi. How many claps yeah. in the Friends theme? Um, I actually had a friend that wrote it down just to prove it to me. There are four of them. Thank you. I (laughs) like you, Grace. You think good thoughts. But you thought it was five, right? I did thought it was five. I think it was five. And then I was like, nah, like, you got to prove it to me somehow. And then they wrote it down. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, I believe you. See? <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. Grace. Thanks, Grace. It's weird. It's yeah, have a great day. Yeah, Bye. you too. Uh, let's see. Hello, Sandy. Sandy, thank you for holding. How many claps in the Friends theme song? Did you say Sandy? I did. Yeah. Oh, hi. hi. Um, only four. And if you clap along with it, you can tell. Plus, I Googled it. So, yeah, there oh, you go. Thank you. <laughs> the internet has the thank answer. You, Sandy. <laughs> uh, and then let's go to Jean Ann. Hello, Jean Ann. Jean Ann, how many uh, claps in the Friends theme song? Okay, so it's four. Yes. But the reason people think it's five is because we all throw back in our brain to the Steve Miller band, take the money and run, where there are two sets of five claps. Oh okay. my gosh, you are so you brought it all together, Jean Ann. We're through the Thank glass you. again. Take the money and run by the Steve Miller band, and then Go I'll be on, there for take you. Take the money and run. And run. Yeah, that's why, because we all clapped along and we clapped five. Oh, here we go. Listen. Yeah, this is why we were doing five. About Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Do you know this song, Ryan? Oh, of course. It's a, this is a good summer song. Yeah, it is. Okay, here we go. Here's what happened when they decided to cut loose. That's why we think it's five, but it's four because it's only four in Friends. Can we listen to Friends one last time, <laughs> once and for all? That's so true. <laughs> because all along, I was clapping five times, and then when I stopped clapping, I only heard four. All right, well, y'all convinced me. Thank you. You all convinced me. That it's there because are of Steve Miller. Claps. Because it's of the Steve Miller band. Yeah. Blame the Steve Miller band. That's amazing. See, there's the five. And then there's only four in Friends. Gene Ann blew my mind. All right, when we yeah. come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, man, we have to talk about cats again. Because... Memories.
Um, that's a memory you'd like to forget, I think, Holly. Holly actually saw the movie and she noticed something having to do with James Corden. Now, James Corden is trying to steer completely clear of any conversation around the movie that he stars in, Cats. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody out there. Thanks for hanging out with us uh, on this lovely Christmas Eve while you're out. Maybe running some last-minute errands or, you know, preheating the oven, getting ready to make a big old Christmas ham. Or you're already hiding down in the basement from your relatives. Yes. And you're streaming us on the My Talk app. That's fine. Mm-hmm. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is not with us today. Uh, he is off for Christmas Eve. Holly and I are hanging out with you. Ryan's at the controls. And, um... Holly, you saw a movie over the weekend, and you were the only person that went to this movie. It's called Cats. I wasn't the only one. There, well, there were other people there. Eight other people. Oh. No. How she wishes she could forget. It. Actually, no. I'm glad that I saw Cats. <laughs> you definitely took one for the team. I took one for the team. If somebody promises me that I'm about to witness one of the worst movies ever made in the history of cinema that is worth the price of admission for me and unfortunately cats did not live up to that hype it's not the worst but it certainly is not as good as they wanted it to be no it's a half-finished film now over the weekend the news was released that universal pictures was releasing an updated version of cats out to theaters Probably by today, that was the deadline where they were going to take the print that they digitized out to movie theaters because they don't send actual physical film anymore. They download things. They're going to send a new version of Cats out to theaters that had improved CGI because... It just wasn't finished? Oh, it wasn't finished. (laughs) No, literally, it wasn't finished. I didn't say this yesterday here on the show. I don't think I talked about Judy Dench's cat feet. Oh, you did talk about it. Did I talk about the cat feet? How in one scene she had cat feet and then the other scene she had regular feet? It's like somebody wasn't paying attention. It was sloppy. It just sounded kind of sloppy. It was sloppy. It was rushed. Bless their hearts. Well, one of the stars of the show is James Corden, Mm -hmm. and you did notice something about him in the show, but I want to tell you what he said, first of all, and then I want to hear what you noticed about James Corden in the movie Cats. Uh, He said that he's, quote, heard it's terrible, and he has admitted that he hasn't even seen the finished product of Cats. Uh, This is the... He plays... Bustopher Jones is that the name yes, of his? That's the all the names. His cat, like that, Colleen. Oh, They're God, all whatever. It's weird. So dumb. Uh, he but, wears spats on his feet. He's <sighs> one of the cats that wears shoes where the other ones are naked. I don't know what the rules of the cat universe are. Oof, this is. Uh, <laughs> he said this by the way on BBC Radio Two on Monday. He was asked about cats, and he literally said, "I haven't seen it. I've heard it's terrible." And then the person interviewing him said the reviews have been a bit harsh, Uh, but he apparently has not seen the movie that he stars in and says, like, actually doubles down on, I heard it's bad. Holly, what did you notice about James Corden in that production? Well, that's fresh. James Corden, (laughs) Bustopher Jones, star of the film Cats. I noticed something about James Corden, and it's not something about his performance in the film, which we can talk about once we talk about this fact. Uh-huh. 
that James Corden in the credits for the film Cats has top billing. His name huh. appears first during the end credit of Cats. So what that tells me about James Corden and Cats <laughs> is that he was totally willing, ready, and available to take the praise for the film and Cats. And like probably a lot of the credit and for it. And a lot of the credit for his dazzling performance yes. as Bustopher Jones. And he probably got paid a lot of money to do it. And the fact that now he's saying that he hasn't even seen it, that is called covering one's behind. Booty. One booty big time. Because he showed up to the premiere of Cats. He's there at the photo call. Well, so, so then that's another thing. So people might say, like, well, but he he did see it. He was at the premiere. It is it is very common. Oh, yeah. To, dip, to show up, <laughs> do the red carpet, and go straight out the back door. Totally. And not sit down in the theater and Hollywood watch them. Hollywood Yeah, exactly. Go straight to the party. So, I understand. But, see, that's the thing, though. It's like you had the illusion that you went to the premiere and that you sat and you watched this Cats. But now that it's just a big stinking pile of almond roca cat poop, yep. that you're distancing yourself by saying that you haven't even seen the movie. It's so bad that you haven't even seen the movie, but yet... In the credits, the end credits for the film Cats, you were top billed. And this is an ensemble piece. The movie yep. Cats doesn't really have a star. I would argue that the actual star is the woman who plays Victoria. I believe her name is Francesca Haywood, and she's the principal ballet dancer mm-hmm. at the Royal Ballet. She's kind of the character that takes us through all the other cat like characters. She's like the string, the thread that pulls right. you through the story. Our unreliable narrator, so yeah. to speak. So she's, I would say, the actual star, but James Corden is the one whose agents negotiated that he would get top billing. So I find it fresh that James Corden is trying to distance himself, yet he was set up to take a lot of the glory for it. You know, here's what I think is really interesting. And by the way, I know that it's not easy to search this quickly, but I'm curious if there are any blind items about him. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Because oh yeah, NT oh, yeah. Lawyer who writes the blind items that we use to source our segment uh, Blinded by the Item, he never has anything kind to say about James Corden. In fact, he really uh, exposes James Corden as kind of a horse's rear. 
And and this is a kind of a horse's rear way to behave. Yeah. Right? It to, is. To, to negotiate top build, billing for something that could, I mean, that's a gamble, right? And I don't, I suppose you can't really fault him for that. That's good business. He's got a good agent. He does. Because if it would have been a runaway hit, he would be taking all the praise for it. Yeah. You know, I will say, just paraphrasing some of the blind items about James Corden, essentially that nobody likes him. The people at the Late Late Show don't like him that uh, he decided to sign back on to the Lately Show over at CBS this last year because he didn't really have anywhere to go, and uh, that he's just an overall not necessarily a pe- person that people in Hollywood like to work with. So, but that he's popular. He does, I mean, that carpool karaoke gig yeah. is super uh, pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, but here's the thing. Lest you think that James Corden is the only one who's behaving like this, he's not alone by any stretch. Even, for example, Steven Spielberg, who oh, yeah. executive produced the movie Cats, uh, said he didn't get to see the final film before it was released. Now, apparently, though, uh, Tom Hooper, uh, who was the director, said, no, that's not true. Steven Spielberg was working on it right up to the end alongside me. Oh, why lie about it? Now, I know that here's the thing about Steven Spielberg's involvement with this movie version of Cats Uh is that back in the day, his production company, Amblin Entertainment, was developing an animated version of Cats. Uh. And then stuff happened, Amblin Entertainment, business stuff. For whatever reason, it never happened. Uh However, in the rights of Cats, and it's a lot of Hollywood business, whatever. Uh So his name is attached to the movie. Yep. But Steven Spielberg, here's the thing. Y'all spent $100 million on this, at least. That's before marketing. That's before whatever. Uh Let's all just come to a consensus that this project didn't work. There are so many different things that are involved in making a movie that it's a miracle that a movie makes it to the big screen and is actually good. Well, that's true. That is a miracle in and of itself. Yeah. Why don't we all just say, this was a turd. Stick a fork in it, man. Just stick a fork in it. Say that I watched it. Boy, my performance was bad. Woof. What was I thinking? But we all got paid at the end of the day. We're all going to move on. Our careers are going to continue. And by the way, getting back to James Corden's performance. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. It was just, it was so unfunny, Colleen. It was so, it was secondhand embarrassment par excellence. Him and Rebel Wilson, they were not funny. They were awkward. They were weird. And it just made me so embarrassed for them because you know that they had negotiated into their parts that they would be able to do their quote unquote comedy in the movie and their bits. And it was just, ooh, awkward. So awkward. Oh, that makes me kind of sad. And yet at the same time, I never thought this was a good idea. Right? Right. None of us did. No. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley so show, awkward. it is awkward. Uh, it's going to get more awkward because we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D bags, and we're going to tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Behaving badly. We like to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. 
Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer's not with us today. Holly Roberts and I are hanging with you. Yeah. Ryan is at the controls. We are taking you to three o'clock. I see Declan in there. It's crazy. It's we a got party. a whole party happening. I don't know. Anyone Literally, want to come over? There are four people in the building and they're all in these two rooms. So it's there actually, you go. Yeah. Okay. That's how it is. Yeah. Holly's putting on the Santa hat right. and we're going to get to those uh, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. D-Bag, Meghan Markle. <gasps> what? You can't say that. She's a royal. She's what? A, what? She's an aristocrat. We can't talk mean she's about aristocrat. Listen to what she did. That girl, she photoshopped her own face on their Christmas card picture. Oh. This is hilarious to me. Oh. So. There's an adorable Christmas card that has come out with little Archie. He's crawling toward the camera. And in the background, proud parents, Harry and Meghan, smiling at Archie. No way this is real. Are you seeing this for the first time? (laughs) Ryan, this is the funniest darn thing I've ever seen. Yes. And somebody took the liberty of lightening up the photograph so you can see Meghan Markle's face is fully cut and pasted on. It's not even lit like the rest of the picture. Harry in this picture is his face is a little blurry and out of focus. Hers is clear as day. And what to make matters just that much more hilarious. How do we know for sure it was Meghan Markle that did the photoshopping? Anyone? Anyone? Because Meghan Bueller? Markle handles the Sussex Royal Instagram account. It's so There's, obvious. It's so obvious. <laughs> because just the way that she, the way that the content is written over on the Sussex Royal Instagram account, it's obviously it's not a PR communications person that was plucked from right. Kensington Palace or from Buckingham Palace. She handles it herself. Remember, she used to have a lifestyle blog yeah. called The Tig. Mm-hmm. Whatever she did over there, I don't know. People like to do that kind yeah. of stuff. They like to get all lifestyle here, Here's the fresh part. Oh, what? The microphone. Watch out for that. I'm so excited to tell you guys. What? The, Did they take it down? The picture is no longer. Get out. On the Sussex Royal Instagram account. Shut the actual front door. I am looking at it right now, and I want to tell you whether or not you guys see the picture in question. Oh my gosh. It's I gone. Love it. Which totally means that Meghan Markle yes. put that picture up. She totally photoshopped that herself, bless her heart. Oh. That's when you hire the professionals. Look, if you're an aristocrat. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. You're right. It is gone. It is gone. It's like it never existed in the first oh place. Oh my gosh. That's comical. This is when you hire somebody out to be a part of your social media team. You get yeah. or at least you ask a friend. Surely you know someone who's good with the filters and with the apps and who can gussy up a photograph for you and put it on social media. It Surely really you know that. it showed so the the show or the show the the picture dropped yesterday. Uh right? It like we saw it yesterday. It would have been Christmas Eve in Right? No, it's still Christmas Eve in the UK right now. They're about nine hours ahead. Ahead. Yeah. So, so it, but it dropped yesterday on Christmas Eve when it became Christmas Eve there. Oh, so at midnight yep. it was scheduled to drop right. on Christmas Eve. And so we, you know, we were seeing it 
and and then just enough time for us here in the United States to tear it apart. Oh man, I'm and then it had so, to get taken down. I am down. so sorry that I didn't grab a screenshot of this because it's pretty rich. It's one of those things where. And you know that Meghan Markle runs this Instagram account for the very reason that the photograph has been taken down because she doesn't want people to troll on it. Just let it be because now you're showing that you were vain doubling down times two. Yeah. Meaning that you put that picture of yourself with that face. I mean, it it is hilarious. I think that you might be able to go and see this on our website at mytalk1071.com. We have it posted for you. And if you just Google it, like the the image is out there. It's there. That's the thing where it's like this image is one. If you are the Duchess of Sussex, anything Mm -hmm. that you put out there is going to be living on forever. So why even bother deleting it again? It's just like going back to the last segment with James Corden, just like own that you did something that was ugly. And just let it be out there. And in fact, that would make maybe make you more relatable. Where it's like, you wanted to look cute, but you failed. Oh, so sorry. Funny. That made me laugh. Uh, <sighs> all right. Stars, they're just not like us no, at all. No, apparently not. All right. What, uh, what, who's your D-bag? Oh, it's, it's actually uh, Royal Adjacent. Oh. And, uh... It's a uh, page six. Oh, okay. Uh huh. The royal page six. It's the royal page six. Today, or maybe tomorrow, or somewhere in time, because we are in between UK's tomorrow and our today. Yes. The Queen is going to give her annual Christmas address. This is her essentially her kind of state of the nation address that she likes to give on Christmas Day. And she does it from a desk in Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm taking page six to task because they're busting the queen's chops for the way that she set up a publicity photo for this Christmas Day speech. Next to her are photographs of her family. It's very charming, right? So Mm -hmm. she has Prince Philip. That's the queen's husband. Mm -hmm. Then she has just released from the hospital. Yes. By the way, he's still doing okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then there's a photograph of what looks to be her father, the former king. Mm -hmm. Then we also have a photograph of Charles and Camilla. Uh And then we have a picture of William and his family, including Kate Middleton and his three kids. Here's the headline on page six. There's some people missing. Prince Andrew, Meghan and Harry missing from Queen's speech photos. Okay, well, if we're going to talk about that, we might as well also remark about the fact that she's got some other children as well who are missing. I mean, Anne's not on there. Right. Edward, we never even remember Edward half the right. time. He's the youngest child of the Queen. Yes. He's not on there either. Beatrice, Eugenie, nobody's yeah, on there. Yeah, there's all Zara. kinds of other people in the family. Yes. But here's the thing when you look at this photograph of all the people who actually are on the table. Yep. They're in... The line of ascension to the throne. It's her husband. Her husband. It is her father who was the king. Right. It is uh, the heir to the throne. Charles. Charles. And then the next heir to Charles's throne. William. William. So there is a point. There is a reason why these pictures are on the table. And there is a reason why Harry and Meghan and Andrew and all the other people aren't on that table. She is showing... The lineage to yeah. the British royal crown. It's not a big deal, page six, man. This is just like during award season when people talk about all the people who were quote-unquote snubbed. snubbed. Yeah. You weren't snubbed. It's just that you weren't nominated. 
Right. And that's okay because there are only a certain amount of nominations that somebody can give out for awards. That's right. just kind of how it works. That's how it is. What snub? Also, she would have needed a really big table. Yeah. If she were going to put all the family in there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's got a lot of kids. Yeah. And grandkids. She was a busy gal on the go. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I just also say of the queen as of today, she looks fantastic. What is she doing? What face no, cream is she using I want to know because I. this is rude to say, but it's true. I know he's on the mend. He's just fresh out of the hospital. But Prince Philip, he's not looking so hot. He's almost 100 years know, old, but Colleen. So what do you she, expect? She's real old, too, but she looks fantastic. Like, she look, I well, That she probably, is elderly goals. That's what I want. She probably moisturizes. Yes. I know she loves her cocktails. She likes to have, like, a, a whiskey neat. I'm making that up. I don't know what her cocktail is. But she does have, like, one drink every night, at least. Uh and, you know, she still gets out there and rides on her horses. She's a vibrant gal. Modern gal on the she go. She really that is. queen, that Kiwi too. Way to go, queen. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. Are we going to be able to watch this address here, or do we have to watch it on video later? I, I don't know if you can watch it live. I would imagine that the BBC might have some kind of worldwide simulcast, because not only is she talking to the residents of the United Kingdom, but she's talking to the Commonwealth as right. well, which includes, but is not limited to such places as Canada, our neighbors. Yeah. Australia. Not our neighbors. Right. <laughs> and other places around the Et world. Et cetera. Et cetera. What have you. Yeah. And whatnot. Exactly. In any case, well, that we had a lot of royal D-bags today. Uh, oh, by the way, there was another page. Since you already took page six to task. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another article that they wrote that you weren't fond of, Holly. Yeah. And I got on board with that as well. The one about oh, Adele. Oh, yes. All right. So to set up this story, we have a a, a little a little D-bag, a bonus D-bag, and uh-huh. it's also page six today. Because one of the big stories yesterday was that Adele posted a couple of photographs from her Christmas party. Right. Adele throws awesome parties, and she put up a picture of herself, and she was standing next to somebody dressed as the Grinch. Pretty cool. Well, the way that people were talking about this story was just, oh, make your eyes roll. Now, I have to find the exact way... That page six was talking about it. it. You've got it, please. Adele shows off weight loss in sexy gown at Christmas party. What? Or she just took a picture at her Christmas party. What? Yeah, thanks for editorializing that page six in a way that you have no idea is whether or not it's true. I mean, this kind of goes back. I think that I've called the Daily Mail and page six and other people my D-bag of the day at one point in time. For the use of the word flaunt. Yeah, or shows off. Or shows off. Like that a woman, if you're walking around, you just, if you have a body, literally a body. Yeah, which most of us do. Yes. That you're, That's what my head rests on. <laughs> <laughs> that you're, quote unquote, flaunting it. Right. And that, you know, you're showing off your body or that, you know, you're just, you're walking around and you're flaunting it and you're bearing things and you're showing it off. And all these other things that you're reading into when literally it is just a picture of Adele at her holiday party and you can read into it that it looks like she's having a good time. I bet you that there are people who've done doctorate dissertations about how women's bodies are written about mm-hmm. in in magazines. Because I guarantee you, there would not have been the same 
words used in an article about Adele 40 pounds ago. No, no, absolutely This would not even be in page six that she had took an Instagram picture at her party. Or that she would have been showing anything off. Flaunting her body. They would have just written that Adele was taking a picture at her party because she throws extravagant parties. Remember when she had the birthday party that was Titanic themed and she dressed as Rose and she was descending a literal staircase like in the movie Titanic? Kind of jealous of that. Kind of. Right? Right. But they wouldn't have written about it in that way. So it's just like, you know, and you don't know, we don't know the story about anybody's body. We don't. We do not know the story of anyone's body. And so to project this kind of language onto it, it's annoying and it's baggy behavior. Yep. I agree. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got to catch up with another publationship. Uh, What is a publationship? It's a relationship in service of celebrity. And uh, we're going to talk about Modi because yesterday we got a little Modi update, but we got another Modi update today. And Modi, by the way, is Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. We'll talk about them after this on my talk 1071. I almost said New Year's Eve. Whoa, not so fast. That's next week. Are that you is Chris Jenner traveling through time and space. Right? I'm trying to get you on a new uh, time program. No. Happy Christmas Eve, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Pew, 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 pew. Happy Christmas Eve. Uh, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is off for the holiday. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Uh, Ryan's at the controls. We're just kicking it. We're just hanging out. It is a barren wasteland. There's, I mean, literally everywhere. There's nobody in this building. Nope. Everyone's trickling out. The whole world could be like in shambles around us, and we wouldn't know. <laughs> and we're just talking about publications. Phil Donahue not wearing a shirt That's on the what beach. We're doing. <laughs> yeah. That's what pop culture is serving up today. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, in any case, speaking of publicationships, what is a publicationship? A publicationship is a relationship in the service of publicity. And we're going to tell you what's going on with a Modi. What's Modi? Modi is Miley Cyrus. And Cody Simpson. We like to abbreviate when they won't do it for us. We like to do it because mm-hmm. that to me is the is like the symbol of a publicationship. When you've nicknamed yourself, right? Publicationship. Publicationships of your benefit one, benefit two. Oh, yes. There was Brangelina. Mm-hmm. There was other publicationships. <laughs> et, et cetera. Well, those are the Thank OG publicationships. Yes. Uh, but now we got to talk about Modi. And the reason we have to talk about Modi is because Modi's dead. What? Modi's they dead. died? Well, they went to publicationship heaven. They went to publicationship <laughs> heaven. <laughs> because Cody Simpson was spotted smooching another woman oh. over the weekend. Oh. Gas. That had bass to that it. That did, Ryan. That was quite a crowd. Yeah, that was a Thank you. That's a big so they are overreacting, but okay. <laughs> a spy over at page six said that Cody Simpson was partying in the East Village in New York City late Sunday night into early Monday morning, spending the night surrounded by women, none of those women being Miley Cyrus, his supposed girlfriend. Mm. And apparently the source says that he was smooching with one of the girls, kissed her on the lips, but no tongue. Okay, couple things. That's hilarious. No tongue. No tongue. 
Second thing that's hilarious. Okay, go with me on this. Yep. <sighs> okay. Uh, where's that tin foil hat? Ryan, you might want to have that on. Got it. Okay, because here's, what, here's what's going on. I've got it. Like, I can tell you exactly what's happening. I'm going to put on my Santa hat. You put on your Santa hat. Okay, here we go. Ryan's Santa putting on hat. his tinfoil hat. I'm gonna Ryan, take, is it secure? I can get it's a great picture of both of you right, right now that I can Instagram and people can see that both of you are festooned in the appropriate headwear for this particular experience. Here's what's happening. Okay. What did we say yesterday about Miley Cyrus? When she had her uh, vocal cord surgery, what did we believe actually happened? Well, we believe that something that wasn't vocal cord surgery was actually happening. There was a blind item yesterday that alluded to the fact that maybe Miley Cyrus might need some professional help for substance abuse. Yep. And that maybe the vocal cord surgery was just a little convenient mm. for the public narrative. Mm. To the hmm. Yeah. So I think she probably did have to go to some... Because you also noticed that they weren't doing a whole lot together. Well, and at the beginning of Modi, at the beginning of their mm-hmm. quote-unquote relationship... They were all over each other in a really weird and obnoxious way. So then she gets vocal cord surgery and we hear nothing from her. Now, when you have vocal cord surgery, and I'm putting out loose quotes, you can talk or you can't talk, but she could post away. And you would think somebody like her, if she was, you know, vocally constipated, she would probably want to let it flow on the social, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she wasn't. She was, it was radio silence. Which makes me think possibly she did go away for some sort of rehabilitation situation. Now, while the cat's away, the mouse, that in this case is going to be Cody Simpson, for whom this publicationship was getting him all kinds of attention. Now he's out on his own. He's left to his own devices. He's got a little cocky probably because people are paying attention to him. He's getting recognized. He's Miley Cyrus's boyfriend. I know that he was a thing before, but he wasn't a thing like he was a thing when he was with Miley. Right. 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 So me thinks he kind of had that overzealous like whatever. I'm a big deal now. Look, people want me. Mm-hmm. And he probably is like deuces by Miley and he's going to start Sowing his oats. Yeah, which is what he was doing over the weekend. Yeah, Allegedly, supposedly, where it's like, I'm in New York City, I'm in the East Village, I'm cool, I'm just going to kiss with no tongue, it's fine. I know a thing or two about... Holly's kissed with no tongue before. I sure have. (laughs) (laughs) I also know from being in my early 20s... Yep. And being in relationships. Mm-hmm. And when you're smooching with somebody else, while you're still allegedly in a relationship with another person, that means you're done. That means that, that means relationship it's, 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 is not. Yeah, it means that it's not. It, that, it means that it's over. Yeah. And that we're talking about Cody Simpson, which, of course, in the definition of publationship, that it's a relationship in service of celebrity. Well, it's obviously worked because, like you just said, Colleen, we weren't talking about mm-hmm. Cody Simpson in any way, shape, or form right. until this fall when Miley Cyrus, Cyrus started to eat his face and put it on Instagram. True. Now, she posted 21 hours ago on her Instagram stories that she's in Nashville. 
So she is not in New York City. She's not even in Los Angeles, but she's with her family. Uh, she's showing a couple of organizations, uh, charitable organizations that she's likes to fund and bring attention to. Okay, so she's out there doing that. Now, interestingly enough, her Instagram presence basically for the past month has just been her posting old videos and pictures of herself. Huh. Now, I ask you, who does that remind you of? A celebrity that likes to post old pictures of themselves on Instagram, who likes to reminisce about themselves from past glories, and who may or may not be, um, I don't know. Britney Spears. And. Oh, man. That was my only She's good a friend answer. of the show. Oh, Courtney Stodden? No, she's oh. a, also another friend of the show. She and Mom. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of friends. I know. Uh, she has a special dance. Oh, geez. I don't, I feel like, oh. Lindsay Lohan. Oh, duh. Yes. Oh, thank you. I just, when celebrities start to right. do this thing on social media where they start to post all of these old memories of glory days about yeah. themselves, that signals to me maybe something's going on. Right. And, I, and I, you could speculate about what that may be. They might be bored. They might be feeling sad. They might be feeling any number of things. But the way that I read those tea leaves is that I'm like, okay. Yeah, he's over there kissing Playboy models. And you're over here putting old... Like, uh, looking through your old yearbook. Looking through your old yearbook. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there, right? Like, when you're not going through... It's a hard time, and you're scrolling through old photos, and you're just feeling kind of sad. And she even shared a couple of days ago... Yep. That she was feeling lonely, and she shared an old Christmas song, and sad she was Christmas. sad Christmas. That was the name of the song, Literal Sad Christmas. Yeah. So, not only... Are these stories kind of setting up the end of the relationship? But, mm-hmm. you know, I just... Here's another thing. Let's take a look at our calendars. What day is it today? Christmas Eve. Yeah. What's tomorrow? Christmas. Good job. <laughs> so, if you're a celebrity, when are the best times to kind of skip the news cycle and get on with your life? Mm. Holidays and weekends, man. Yeah. Holidays and weekends. Friday afternoon, the place Mm -hmm. where celebrities like to announce they're getting divorced so that nobody pays attention to it. Because by Monday, we've moved on. And that's probably what they're banking on right now. It's like, this thing is pretty much DOA. And... We're going to ride it out, and on the other side of Christmas, maybe there will be some sort of passing statement, but the two of them can go their separate ways, and all will be well. And then we will go back to continuing to not pay attention to Cody Simpson at all. But worry not. Worry not, because this is the Colleen and Bradley Show, and we have our finger on the pulse of the Poblationships. Another one will arise, and we will put our attention and care toward it. Indeed. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is almost two o'clock ah. on Christmas Eve. I don't know about y'all, but I got stuff to do. Uh, but I'm here hanging out with you all. So we want to hear from you out on the road. Are you running errands? Uh, are you making a Christmas ham? What are you doing right now to get prepared for the holiday? We want to talk to you. 651-641-1071. What are you doing right now to get ready for the holiday? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. 
So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.